Hello, what's up? I'm so excited. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the response. <laughs> How are you? What's up? Honestly, I feel like we should, because, like, my life right now, the way the way my <laughs> life is set up. How is it set up? <laughs> Do tell. I'm in a space where I would love for things to be better, um, and they will get better. Absolutely. I just got to uh, just shift. But... My person or professional life. I'm just working on that. My personal life is doing pretty good. Good, good. Yeah. But professionally, uh, the whites are out here, you know? <laughs> the whites be acting up. They're out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and white aligned. <laughs> Listen, and white adjacent. <laughs> yeah, white adjacent. That's, white adjacents are also out here they acting are out here. the hell up. Yeah. So we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're, we're back. back. <laughs> We're back after some time. We took the summer break to break, Mm -hmm. to break, to reset, to shift some things, Mm -hmm. uh, to shift in some of our uh, places of employment. And which have been very interesting. Fascinating. Don't don't have as much free time. Not as much free time, but we're making time. And hopefully we'll be coming to you all soon from an actual space Mm because That is a fall goal of mine. Yes, yes, agreed. Uh, So, we're back. Welcome to the Community Podcast. This is Jackie. This is Gabrielle, a.k.a. Gabby. And Kayla's here. Hey, Kayla. Hey. (laughs) You're so awkward. (laughs) Kayla's not dealing with us, y'all. She's giving us the hand. She is just uh, a friend uh, and a ride today <laughs> and my gym buddy. So it's okay. And she's remained focused. I yeah, appreciate the focus. She gets focused. That's a good, she a real rider. Yeah. Kayla has been a rider this whole summer in our in my fitness goals and, uh, you know. And she's looking good. I see you out here. Okay, snatch. <laughs> now she wants to acknowledge. <laughs> Thank you. Are you looking pretty dapper? I'm looking good. Um, continue, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, what are we going to talk about today? I think we've experienced yeah. a lot this summer. Yeah. We got a lot of processing, but where should we focus our I energy? I think overall, the theme of today is transition. Oh, that's a good one. Um, because it's transitioning out of things, transitioning <laughs> into things. Um, also, making a plan to transition into a place and a and just a space in which we are comfortable, not comfortable, because I feel like we should always be challenged, right? Yeah. But in love and in a, in a place that's conducive to our growth. Okay. That feels yeah. absolutely right and appropriate. Fair? Yeah. Okay. okay. Feels like a right thing to discuss right now. Yeah. So where do you want to start in the, excuse me, on the topic of like transition? Well, you know, Jackie, <laughs> how is your transition been you know what as of today actually as of yesterday mm-hmm. i have finished my fellowship with baltimore core um which has been great mm-hmm. like the actual engagement with baltimore core and the training mm-hmm. was dope like shout out to all of the instructors and mm-hmm. the people who came and talked to us about how to be an effective um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, like officer in yeah. the nonprofit and public sector space. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. Yeah. Now, as far as my placement, 
it was interesting and it's been interesting the last Six weeks have been fraught with uh, a lot of ego Mm. (laughs) from the white adjacents Mm. and some stuff I cannot talk about just yet. Which is fair. But just call me EOC mommy because that's where uh, the next phase of my separation and transition from the organization are going to be love the kids and learn a lot. But transitioning away I'm able to refocus just kind of like you said refocus mm-hmm. my energy back into higher education mm-hmm. and uh Kayla even though she don't want to be on here mm-hmm. uh she wrote with me down to Hampton University where I interviewed for a position mm-hmm. and I feel good about it oh, she good. took some pictures of me and I was glowing so mm-hmm. I posted them on my Facebook mm-hmm. and I just feel good about where I'm at I had been I've been dealing with a lot of uh I hate to say this. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say it right. Fuck it. There is no way to say it right. I've been dealing with a lot not having completed my master's mm. prior to May. And okay. like being able to say like, bitch, is this mine? Mm-hmm. Has really helped to focus my energy on like what my purpose is. Okay. I can see that. I can see how like getting something. Because it was, it was like this thing that was kind of always over you yes. like this cloud this cloud that was kind of just like hanging around because you were like I just want to finish it I just want to finish it yeah. and the money was never there and I had been trying every semester since like 2016 right to do it and like getting the money shout out to AUW because they're awesome and gave me the money to finish it um, but getting the money to finish it and actually finish the class. And I got an A in the class. Wonderful. And um, learn something. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's weird. So, you know what's the weirdest thing? If you've grown up in the identity as, like, the smart child or, like, I, I grew up with my identity so wrapped and tied to my education. Mm-hmm. The fact that I had not finished something that I started um oh. really loomed over me in a way that was like damn your identity is in question because that's how you identified for a long time wow. I was wrapped up in like my credentialing as it related to like degrees and certifications mm-hmm. and like since January I've been on a journey of like why why is that and I, I found out that I was doing things out of spite. I lived my life in spite for 15 years. Wow. And I was doing things as a direct response of people telling me I couldn't. Mm. The only reason why I really went to Virginia Tech is because in high school, my guidance counselor told me that I couldn't get in. And she was right. Like, I'm not going to deny her. I didn't get in. Um, but I got into, like, 26 other schools, mm-hmm. chose Morgan. But it was that that loomed over me like you can't and I'm a big bitch what can I do Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me show you I went to a place where I didn't need to go to get the degree that I have because somebody said I couldn't nine years later nine years before that and that's not healthy so been really processing like why is that part of my identity and Mm -hmm. I've been able to do some real good thought around separating and then that brings me back to those uh, white adjacents, mm-hmm. like the credentialing that they hold or the person who was like uh, abusive to me mm-hmm. in my workspace, very wrapped up in their identity uh, from their semi-Ivy League school from California. And then they got mm-hmm. the same certificate that Sierra got. 
um, from Harvard, which mm-hmm. means absolutely nothing because you just paid for it. But uh, mm-hmm. like their identity be so wrapped in that. I was like, I don't like that. And mm-hmm. that's not the person that I want to be. So transition has been more than just position. It's been a lot of like my disposition and my outlook mm-hmm. on a lot of things. So I am happy with where things are going. I okay. feel extremely hopeful about that. And even though you call me, you can call me EEOC mommy, I realize I'm not going into that with the same burden that I have okay. in the past. Okay. Um, when I'm just asking for people to treat me right in the workplace. Um, and if you won't, there are entities like state institutions and federal institutions that can do the investigation and see if you're accountable and then appropriately check you. So mm-hmm. I can separate myself from that burden. But yeah. The transition has been interesting, and it's been like an ongoing transition since January. Wow. Because <laughs> had a good conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I told you I had yeah. a good conversation about who I've always been, mm-hmm. and that grounded me. And then it's all, and then I had to start asking myself why I've always been, you know, why, why have I made these decisions if I've always been the same person um, in a lot of regards, not in okay. all regards, but just like... I've always been a person of the people, so I always ground myself in, like, what can I do for the greater good first mm-hmm. or for others? I oftentimes take on positions that I don't necessarily love um, because it's for the betterment of the people. Um, so you are willing to sacrifice yourself for the better for the greater good? I've been doing it since I was, like, 14, yeah. And, are, and, and you're in a space where you're no longer comfortable with that? Yeah. Okay. And no longer comfortable, but I can recognize when I'm doing it. I don't think before I had the capacity huh. to recognize that that's what I was doing it. Would you uh, call that self-sabotage? I don't know if it's self-sabotage. Okay. I don't know if it's self-sabotage because I, I didn't know it was at my own. Like, it, I didn't know that it was detrimental to me. Like, I didn't know but that most it people was don't a, know that it's detrimental to them, right? Hmm. I think in a way they don't know how detrimental it can be. Maybe they don't know the extent of it. Maybe they are kind yeah. of cautious of it. But I don't know if they're really – I don't know how cautious people really are when they self-sabotage because – I feel like people know when they're self-sabotaging. Like, when I am self-sabotaging, mm-hmm. I know I'm doing it. I don't know. I feel like I do it. I've done it. Yeah. We've all done it. I mean, yeah, it's not a new concept to, to living. But – when I've done it, I didn't necessarily know until after it. I was like, damn, girl, you, like, yeah. did yourself a complete disservice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think at, like, younger years of me doing stuff, it uh-huh. was certainly done out of spite. And I don't think it was self-sabotage. It was more so I did it because somebody told me I couldn't. Like, I wrestled my freshman year. Why? sabotage because if you no. know, like, Virginia, the institution that she went to, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, isn't that... But I didn't know it was going to be, like... Oh, you, know, there, you also I didn't, didn't know that it was going to be awful. it was going to be awful. That's true. That's right? fair. I just... It was the spite. It was like, you said okay. I couldn't, so I will. <laughs> and it, it, it when you do things out of spite, it diminishes your actual ability to make the decision... And you're just making, you're just making, it's just a response. Like, so it's a reactive. It's a reaction and it's not a healthy reaction. I think that's where it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. So instead of being proactive, it's just reactive. It's very reactive. Kind of doing it based on like, oh, you said I couldn't, I'll show you the opposite. Yeah. And I will show you the opposite. And 
sometimes it has been fruitful and other times it has been completely horrible <laughs> like grad school was but mm. in reconciling I realized that that whole space like the space itself terrible but the people that I met there especially the black and brown people were excellent so I am and I deserve that fucking network like at the I end of the day that. I deserve the network mm-hmm. that I built there mm-hmm. and the people who did nothing to me do not deserve my ass to kiss so I have been reconciling, and I even volunteered for a committee for the Black Alumni Reunion. Oh, wow. Look at you. Chairing a committee. So, like, I'm reconciling, and that's not because somebody said I couldn't. Ooh, we got trines. (laughs) (laughs) We are in a place where there's a lot of noise, background noise. Background noise. It's okay. It's flavor. It's flavor for the trap. We'll touch about where we live. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Baltimore. Uh, (laughs) But it's, it's... it's me reclaiming what is mine and what I've earned. And reclaiming your time. Yeah, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my networks, reclaiming mm-hmm. everything that's Energy. owed to me. Yeah. Reclaiming. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I can't sing. Yeah, we can sing. But <laughs> I be playing around. You can hold a note. <laughs> I can't hold a note with a bucket. Uh, but that is like where I'm at so like in transitioning is a lot more about transitioning my mind and then Mm. doing things to physically transition like my health like that's why shout out to Kayla I've been working out and we've been working out you have been doing so well like I've honestly been to two classes with them and I died but like (laughs) it was fun though two classes spread out over like a month or two months man (laughs) it was fun advanced twerking with Donette makes but that's like where i'm at and i think it's a way healthier space and where especially in the workspace Mm -hmm. i have experienced some things that in prior like younger me and prior times of me girl it would have been a different response Mm. and a different reaction now i can lean into I don't need to fight any battles. And um, when this is all said and done, I might have a recording of what I experienced uh, for you all to hear. So I'll just throw that out there. Possibly. Might have we a little, might. We'll fly with them. Yeah. <laughs> might get a little, little, you might little get, insight. <laughs> get a firsthand experience on, in the fuckery uh, that happened. But mm-hmm. like the response of 25 year old me, 26 year old me is a very very different response than where I'm at uh, now. That's so I'm fair. I'm glad. I'm glad for transition and I'm glad for growth. Mm. Um, and I'm glad for like, I'm grateful for like just insight and where I'm at now. Mm. But a bitch is job hunting. So anybody, <laughs> uh, when we publish this, we yes. check out would the like resume. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go on my LinkedIn. I have a digital resume Ooh, and a uh, website. Thank God for like LinkedIn and just like technology, like being Woo. able to use your network in these ways where you're like, honey, I'm looking for a job. Exactly. <laughs> people from high school, people from here, people right. from here. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and having something quick. So shout right. out to LinkedIn. Yeah. Shout out to Kick, kick Resume. Mm. Um, God sends. God sends. Nice. Uh, but how are yeah, you yeah, yeah. in transition? Can we share a little bit about what's going on with you? Yeah, so my transition has been transitioning into a new organization and position. 
You got the serious voice. <laughs> um, and I've learned some things, actually. Yeah. I have been, I think in the beginning, I've been very uh, reluctant to give in to this to this place in this space because I just don't like some things, right? This place in this space as in Baltimore or within the new organization? Within the new organization. Okay. Um, and. Care about this. So um, I am in a position where when I started this job, it did not feel like my supervisors liked me. Mm. And it was a very uncomfortable situation to be in. Um, I would. Uh, like You know, when you try to just have a general general conversation or just not even general conversation just like small talk like good morning yeah. hi um and everybody you know, can respond to good morning and you know and and what i've also learned is that not everybody here is going to respond to good. like i'm from the midwest where people are just like you know always just kind of appeasing others it's a southern thing yeah you want people to say hi right you say good morning you say it back you smile somebody smiles back you just it's a nicety you know yes. And I, I realized that not everybody's going to do that here, which is fine. Like, it's something that I've started to get used to. But it doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to stop mm-hmm. saying good morning. So I say good morning, and there was, like, no response. Or it was just, like, this very, like, you know when you can look at someone's face and you can just feel someone's energy? And it's, like, you just don't – they don't want you there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You, I know you know what I'm saying. The feeling of unwantedness in the workspace? Yeah, I know what that is. Exactly, <laughs> right? And so I I was feeling super uncomfortable. And I just, I had come from a place where I had these amazing experiences. I had mm-hmm. a lot of autonomy. I was able to travel often. Um, and I've met people that I will know for the rest of my life, yeah. right? They just didn't have, their morals and values didn't add up to mine. But I was... I was given the impression that this job, right, was going to be a better step up, right? It was going to be the things that I was looking for as far as my career path goes. Yeah. And it, that was not it. It was not, that was not. You were hoodwinked. <laughs> right. And not only was I hoodwinked, right? You was run amok. You I was, was bamboozled. Yes, <laughs> all was of it. <laughs> and, and I felt, and I just felt. You know, I think at first I was disappointed in myself because it was like, oh. this was a reactionary thing. Like, if I would have stopped and thought about it long enough, then maybe, right, Yeah, I could have done better. And I've been talking to, you know, some people about it yeah. and they have similar feelings, but it's just been like. When you say done better, do you mean in like choosing this as. Just done better for me as far as like finding something that was actually going to help and grow mm. me in the space that I wanted to Good be. Good fit. You know Best what I'm fit. saying? Yeah. Yes. I. I could have been intentional. I could have mm. stood. I, I should have been intentional. However, what I do know and understand is that we're always where we're meant to be for whatever reason it is. Ooh, ain't that the truth? You know, and I and I've gained, and I've, I've gained calm from that understanding. That right, like I'm always where I'm meant yeah. to be. So there are some things that I need to get from the space, and that's okay. That's okay. It's just hard. It's hard, but it's tough to be there, and I. You know, I expressed it to my supervisors. I expressed it to, you know, people and let them know, like, I don't I don't feel like I'm genuinely wanted here. And some things have shifted and changed. But there I don't know what it is. There's something about the space, though, where I just don't I'm always on edge and I don't like that feeling. You know, what do you think that is about? What do you think is like 
So there's the physical, like people physically don't want you to be around. Mm-hmm. Like we know people who are energy suckers, which is just like, oh, nobody wants to be around them. Mm-hmm. But is, or is it something about like how you show up or what you're saying? Like some people don't even want your voice in the space. Truly, and I believe it might be. It, it could be a number of those things. And I, I've been told um, by someone I'm close to right now that I can be intimidating. Actually, I've been told by several people that I can be intimidating. And that's not even just it? one person. I mean, absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. a bitch is intimidating. <laughs> like, it's a I'm, possibility. I'm I understand. Bad. And I'm not upset at it, right? Yeah. Like, it's one of the qualities that I don't necessarily say I enjoy about myself. But it, it gives me, it, it lets me know I'm, a, I'm, yeah, yes. It is very much a part of my personality. So it would be odd for me to not be an intimidating person. Yeah. Truly. I am a very big personality. When I walk in the room, I I enjoy people and I enjoy living. I enjoy life. And I want people to enjoy life around me. And I know that I can be a lot. I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me because I've been a lot my whole fucking life. Like, this isn't new people. I'm always a lot. Those major kids turn into major adults. Exactly. Like, it's not like, oh, oh, my God, she is just. Suddenly been so much. I'm sure <laughs> like, if we called your mom, she'd be like, no, oh, this Margaret. has been my child. And I I mean, all my <laughs> life. So I've learned how to rein it in a little bit. I've learned how to be professional. And I've learned how to use it in an advantage to help me have fun. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just enjoy and the lightness of life. The lightness Which is, of life. It's That's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. But what what is challenging, though, is that when I feel like that lightness or that um, that is not appreciated. That presence is not appreciated. And not only that, but stifled. And that is where I have a, a, a major issue. Cause I've been in places where it's like, mm, I don't know. I'm gonna have to adjust and get used to it. But stifling it is another, that is another thing entirely. And so I can't, I can't be at peace with that. Yeah. And so I'm not at peace and that is uncomfortable for me. Mm. And so I know that I'm going to have, I'm going to have to transition. I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. I don't know what it feels like yet, but I know it's not this. So I have to keep discovering, writing it down. Because what I know for a fact is like when you write things down, when pen hits paper, magic happens. Absolutely. And it has happened for me time and time again. And I will continue to do it. Mm. And this is my way of being intentional about what I'm going to do next. But I do not like being, I I don't want to wake up and not want to go somewhere. And I feel like I have to go. <laughs> that is anxiety. You know what I'm saying? In a way that I truly understand. <laughs> that is my health. I went to a conference recently and a woman said, she said she used to cry for an hour outside of the metro for a job she hated. And I said, how long did you stay at the job? Three years. Oh, hell no. That yeah. To the point where she could not walk at some point because her she had a disc that was like herniated or something. I don't remember what happened. But she got into into a point where she could not walk. She could not walk, and they were not even willing to support her during that time. I can't do it. And we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to. They're, like, the idea that we need to be in spaces that are not good for us, for the betterment of others, right. is ultimately not bettering anybody. And you do anybody any favors. You can't serve anybody. And, and this work is not something that you can do begrudgingly. 
Because you're no. not going to get anything done. Yeah. Working with humans, you can't go into with a... And we're talking little humans. Yeah. Well, any a, type of kids, you just yeah, can't. You really can't. And so I know, and it will reflect in my work and all of those things. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't want it to do that. Because I, I mean, I pride myself on being able to do my job and do my job well. Yeah. Right? But it's like... It feels just very uncomfortable and like again, I'm just not at peace. And I, I don't like being in that space. I haven't been in a dark space like this in a long time. Mm. And uh, it's weird for me. It's really weird. I I'm not the type of person to be in dark spaces like this. Yeah. And I think it I think it was something that I needed. I probably needed to be humbled, right? And there's a lesson in this, which I don't I don't take for granted because I do appreciate there being lessons mm-hmm. in some of the pain that we go through because life is not without pain and I'm okay with that as well. You've seen that meme that's that meme that's like, I know I need to grow, but I didn't need to go through all of this <laughs> to grow. And it's a kid crying. Yeah, <laughs> or but like sometimes you do. Cry. Sometimes you do. You do. What what I've realized, and I'm not saying every everything that bad that happens to someone mm-hmm. should have happened to them. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm just yeah, saying no. life is not without pain, but I know within those things, there are lessons. So and many. that's what I'm trying to get at. Because I cannot let this... I cannot let this time go by and not take full advantage of it because I take full advantage of everything else. And I have to be able to take full advantage of whatever lesson is being taught right now. Otherwise, it was a waste. And I don't want to have to repeat this goddamn lesson. Ooh, <laughs> you what, know what life I'm was like Groundhog's Day. Oh, my God. And you had to repeat the lesson over and over. I and feel like we, we do. This. We do. That's grad school. Well, we don't get it. <laughs> grad school. <laughs> Six years worth of repeat 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 and it wasn't until i removed some like you're saying some of the ego or some of mm-hmm. whatever's blocking you to get to the point where you're like yeah baby this way ain't working you gotta skin this cat a different way and because there's nine ways you're gonna go through six <laughs> you know nobody saying? got time to go through six that's a problem but the thing is, is like we i are- want to learn the lesson first <laughs> we're we're always where we're meant to be though because sometimes that the lesson just looks different for us because like i'm Ooh. thinking i'm i'm in a year i would call this the year of transition um and that's the year of transition I'm yeah this has been my year of transition so but like i have i've appreciated this what but what i know about transition is that you have to be able nobody likes to move Okay, it takes a lot of goddamn work. You got to call people. You got to get boxes. You got to get a car. You spend money. The shit is awful. But when you get to the place that you're trying to be, you're good. You're like, okay, I can work with this. I can I can do something with this space. Yes, that's fair. Okay, so let me go ahead and pack up these motherfucking boxes. Let me start putting them on this goddamn truck so I can get to where I'm supposed to be. And I know that that is I'm going to get to that space, and I'm excited about getting to that space. And that is what I hold on to. But but what I also know is that I cannot live like this anymore. Yeah. So something's got to give. If I don't like my situation, then I should change it. You are the only thing that controls you. You are the <laughs> only thing that controls you. Because otherwise, this is it's for the birds, baby. I'm not, I'm not about to be this unhappy like this. No. You know what I've also discovered, though, is that um, because I'm usually such a happy person, I have such a like positive outlook on like on life you Uh, are sunny (laughs) right i've noticed that when i've been in this place how some people have reacted 
And I think some people find joy in me being in this dark space, which is very interesting to oh, me. Oh, no. That's wild. Mm-hmm. It's been very interesting to me. But it's, again, if I didn't go through the space, I would have never known that. That's true. It's an eye-opener. Because you have to go through things sometimes, too, to evaluate who's around you. Your third eye is open. You're sweet. You're sweet. You're sweet. I've been watching a black lady sketch show. <laughs> you're sweet. You're sweet. You're sweet. You're sweet. You're sweet. You're, 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 you're third eye is open. <laughs> The green one in the she middle. She is so funny because she doesn't want to give up her slave name. <laughs> oh, that is such a good... Have you finished it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So you saw the hood, Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Oh, Rome. my goodness. I love... That was a great sketch. You know, not very many people can make iambic pentameter modern. Okay. So it's like... I think it's, I throw us the dopest party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said, wow. Uh, it was good. The whole season was good. It was. It was... Uh, I can't wait till the next one. I can't either. Black Lady Courtroom. And... Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and the Basics Ball was Which everything one? I needed. It was in the first episode, right? <laughs> When they were going through and Bob the Drag Queen was like announcing the categories and yeah. it just the part is like you know in the same way <laughs> awkward in the body <laughs> just yes. awkward in the body and bringing that back to like that nobody so wants funny. to feel awkward in the body no one yeah in space there where was- you. <laughs> In space where you are really passionate about making a yeah. difference. Yeah. And sometimes the transition, the individual transitions are needed, mm-hmm. but you you got to go through the nonsense, but it's those signs. Yeah. It's those signs of like, baby, this is not working. Yeah. That we have to be conscious of. Yeah. And, and again, it's okay. Just take advantage of it. I say, take it on, you know, like if you're going to really <laughs> take life by the horns. Um, you got to do it in every way, though. Like you have yeah. to realize that in good and bad times, you're gonna have to do that, right? Because, like true. I said, my personal life is popping, right? Like I'm doing good. I'm chill. I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy where I am. Yeah, and I have zero complaints. So, but you spend a portion of your life at work. But if you spend a, so, a great portion of so it, so that you can be home, but no, or chilling in your personal life. But what I, I know do. now, right, yeah. is that I like being. I liked working remote. That was something that motivated me because I felt like I could get all my tasks done at whatever time. I didn't have somebody being like, don't take that work home with you or just any of that, you know, like or micromanaging in a way. Yeah, because that is annoying. I don't know what it is, but I think I think managers because they know that their position is at stake. They have to be on you. And it's like, um, you're not doing yourself any favors. Boo-boo. This is not the way I work best. Also, yeah, get up off me. You want this done? Let me do it. Real management or knowing what leadership looks like and management means that you definitely have to be aware of, like, the people you serve as as a manager. That, like, making them feel comfortable, yes. making them feel wanted, making them feel heard. But that requires you to have some interpersonal communication skills that not everyone just has access to, to be honest with you. Listen. And just understanding what nonverbal communication is as well. Because not everyone is going to explicitly tell you everything that's going Hell on. Oh no, you gotta read the high signs. And but that's that's about being a good human. Like at the end of the day, if I could break it down to like these are the things you learned in kindergarten. Yeah. It's like respect people's personal space. Mm-hmm. Just apply it to the fucking workspace. Yeah. It's too easy. But connections aren't easy if, for people. If people don't want to talk, stop bothering them. Like 
If they have stopped, if you hear yourself going on and on and on, they haven't said anything. If you know Jimmy <laughs> likes candy or likes this candy, you know what, Mom? We're going to Jimmy's birthday. Let's get this candy. Because I see Jimmy cautious. like this candy. Bring the Appease your people. Yeah. Uh, appease or them. Even appeal if, to their senses and their sensibilities. Even if it's not even like a thing. Just being able to say, you are appreciated. Yes. Thank you. Even, I mean, we're going back to thank you, please. Yes. Like, Don't talk at me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Listen to me. Woo. But what Listen. happens? But what happens? What is what is it that happens when you get a position where you are managing people and you you do not want to treat them like people? What happens? Um, <laughs> in the streets, you get your ass. <laughs> but <laughs> like, what when does that actually happen for people? Like, when does do they get the promotion? It goes. You're no longer people. You are my. Peasants. Like, what happened? <laughs> you went from people to peasants. <laughs> All in one fell swoop just because your funky ass got a promotion. Right, because you got it's, a couple extra dollars. It's five dollars, honey. Yeah. It's like not even that much. I don't know. I think it's a lot about like individuals and ego and how they were raised potentially. And also True. where, again, back to like uh, people putting value in title. And like I Ooh. again going back to the identity of like I place value in being smart and mm. I that can easily turn in I place value in title and I didn't like that and I didn't want to be that and that's why like when it gets cold enough we're burning my degree I realized burning it in the summer was dumb oh. but it's a separation from that like it's a separation of ego like, mm. you have to have some truly ego death um, wow. to have it connect. <laughs> that people are people. And really, if you want to be a successful manager, you want to support those people. Because then their support, like, their success becomes your success. Right. Because you are supporting them. Like, right. It enjoys me nothing more than to see the people around me succeed. I mean, especially truly. people, Especially people I had the opportunity to work closely with yes and i've yes. seen their potential and to even know that you had a hand in it yeah you even, know? A, even a toe to just barely <laughs> any anything you know but just to see them succeed like mm-hmm. adds to my succeed and it motivates you yes like, it definitely motivates makes you want to do more exactly and then it makes you want to explore like if i can have this impact right aligning your intention to impact i think people go into management if you're not going into the management with the idea of like supporting others and you're going in with that real ego of like it's more money it's more respect but you're not doing anything to gain that it it defeats the purpose of being a manager i also think that sometimes things are placed on people and they don't know how to say no to them so like being able to maybe they were in a position where you enjoyed not having to be a manager, right? But when it came, people were like, yes, you got to take that promotion. Yes, you got to take that. You know what I'm saying? Because so sometimes people people take on positions that they, maybe they didn't know that they were ready for, but they don't necessarily want at the moment. Well, then that's different. That's just you being a bitch or like you being (laughs) an asshole. That's very different. That's not like I'm viewing you as a peasant. That's more so like, I am stressed and I am feeling abused and so I'm suffering. Gonna send this so I'm going to hand you down this hate. That you know, I feel like that happens a lot, though. I feel like when you look at organizations, people who are stressed out are always these people up here, but they just trickle that shit down. Yeah, and I the keep your hand me down hate. I'm good. Okay, like I'm good. I'm, you know what I'll I heard the other day? Minding my business. <laughs> like 
The business that pays me. The business that pays me. <laughs> Not dealing with your emotional <laughs> issues and... Uh, so much. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I heard someone say... I don't remember where I heard this. It might have been like a TV show or a movie or whatever. But it was like, I want to send you the energy that you've sent me back to you in the way in which it was sent. So it was just like, oh, I don't want this. You can have it. And take it back. Take it back. However you sent it, you can just take it back in that way. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like return to sender yeah. <laughs> type of thing with your energy. So I've been trying to do that with people too. And I realize it does work because sometimes I will get round up and I say, oh, you weren't even mad. Girl, give me back the energy. <laughs> Listen, that's apologizing a lot. Like, if I'm wrong, hopefully Kayla will double down on this. If I'm dead wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. She gave me that. So I'm assuming that is a yes. Yeah. When, I, when I'm wrong, I try to own it. <laughs> and yeah. I try to tell the people mm-hmm. when I'm wrong that I am wrong or whom I've wronged. Yeah. So with Malik Agreed. or, like, Kayla, even if it's something stupid and she'd be like, you know you was wrong. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You right, <laughs> just so that they know. But like that, but that's that death of that ego that you were that, talking yeah, about. You gotta have There's a whole death. process to get to that space because people don't want to apologize for anything. Yeah. They don't. They don't. Apologizing is hard. I apologize a lot. Honestly, I don't feel like I'm wrong a lot. Right? Like I have to be. <laughs> I have to be honest. I don't feel like I'm wrong a lot. But then I've realized over the years that I'm extremely wrong and I can say it right and I apologize to all those who I've <laughs> wronged but I'm I'm also learning that that takes a lot of responsibility off of me to be right about everything right so that's like true. so people aren't looking to me for things Hell, sometimes and that's nice yeah <laughs> I like that people come to me because I am helpful not because I am right yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly I will help you uh, and I will point you to somebody who could probably give you the right answer. Mm-hmm. But me? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it is that ego death that doesn't require like a mushroom trip. It's just you taking the time to really have the introspective moments of like, mm-hmm. why am I responding this way? Mm-hmm. Or what is that saying about my, about who I am and what I value mm-hmm. and my character and aligning that with purpose yes. and realigning that with being intentional about your time and like what you want to invest in because yeah. then you're better able to serve others yes at the end of the day way to wrap that one up yeah that i tried I like tried. a bow and everything <laughs> <laughs> uh you're good um but i think that's like that's where it all comes together yeah. and literally going into transition and coming out better yeah for it because i think people transition like you're saying it could be this never-ending groundhog's day of, right uh you they still haven't that learned what the hell you came here for. and you know you know these people right like you see them you'd be like girl this is the same problem you were talking about didn't we talk about this and she was like yeah but and you're like oh it's a but so so you're not sure what lesson is in this, so you're yeah. gonna keep writing this for a second? Okay, yeah. well I can't there's nothing I can do to get you off of this. I'm gonna let you run your course or run your race. Because yeah. what I've learned is that we're all running different races. And I don't need Girl. to speed nobody Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even on the track. I'm going <laughs> shop hood, bitch. I'm just Just not. go ahead and live your best life. I'ma run my shit over here. <laughs> you that, run your shit. That reminds me of earlier this summer. Ooh. Oh, what? <laughs> when we went to um, Aloha and we met up with that person. Yes. We yes. both saw from jump that we were not aligned. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's like understanding where your lane is, being yeah. intentional about your movement and not getting into something that um, that is not the best transition yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, it's a refocus of energy, but it wasn't a focus <laughs> of energy in the right direction. Yeah. And it's like, but I'm not going to stop your shine. No, do you. You know what I'm saying? Because do you? You doing great. Uh, or not, but still go. You know, I'm not here to judge. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But it's not, that, but it has nothing to do with me. I am over here doing triple jump. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I call, at my job, I call it an NMP. Not my problem. Not <laughs> That's my an problem. NMP right there. That sounds like an NMP. I'm going to keep it moving. for whoever is listening. Yeah, I'm going to keep it moving, baby. That's an NMP. I'm just not my problem. I have no time <laughs> for this. So, I think... I think I, I'm going to say this confidently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this episode is a transition. Yeah. Uh, and it will be a transition. I think we want to talk more candidly about yeah. what's going on uh, with us, especially as people who are involved in service. And mm-hmm. I think we've been doing that. But this feels right. Yeah. It feels organic. It feels like we can have a conversation, hopefully like every other week, and just talk about what's going on yeah and i think the segment that i do want to keep um moving forward because i think we are if nothing else scholar practitioners Mm -hmm. right (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna bring you uh community perspective because Mm -hmm. we're working daily in it and we're also gonna bring you a little bit of the smart shit we know <laughs> and do that and see where this goes yeah um agreed yeah i don't think many people are gonna mention iambic pentameter uh ever in a podcast because it's dumb and most people don't know don't remember what that shit is <laughs> but literally you had me for a second because i was like and then i was like oh okay <laughs> but i think this is more authentic and maybe sometime yeah. we'll have some people come and shoot the stuff's with us. Shoot from the hip. Yeah, shoot from the hip. Hot take. <laughs> um, do that, but mm-hmm. I do think this is a transition episode for us. Yeah, I agree. I think that I think it's going in a, a beautiful direction. Because at first, I think I was a little hesitant about it, but what I realized is that this is you have to do things that are therapeutic for you. And this is something that is therapeutic for me. I enjoy fucking talking. I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy talking about what's going on in my life. And I enjoy giving advice and sharing it with the world. So if this is the way in which I do that, then by God, let it be. Let's do that. Let's do this. Yeah. We're doing this. We're doing this. Uh, But I do want to keep the point. Yeah. So what is (laughs) in point (laughs) that? Um, of this whole discussion about transition. Are you asking me? I am asking you. Uh, for me, the point is to uh, realize that troubles come, troubles go, but thank God, troubles don't last always. So just be focused on where you want to go, where you want to be. And if, when you do, because you are going to have a hard time, but when you have a hard time to just get whatever lesson you need to get out of it, Grow from that, but and don't let it just completely stop you. Because fear, as I know, will paralyze you. Just don't become paralyzed. I say welcome transition. Sometimes we're root, we're 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 planted where we're supposed to root, and that's for anything. That could be life. That could be a job. That could be in a relationship. 
or you're planted where you're just supposed to grow a little. And uh, those places may not be the same spaces. So definitely enjoy this. Uh, I hate to say like trust the process. Mm. Um, but life, God, the ancestors, uh, whoever mm-hmm. uh, intends for you to be well. Mm-hmm. And that is like what we all should be seeking in transition that it's a stretch maybe you're where you're supposed to be maybe you're not but also just simply enjoy it yeah enjoy the what is and then when you get where you're going don't make the same mistake twice yeah don't okay. keep going around <laughs> don't keep going around trying to learn the same lesson yeah. that you have known for a long time and so pay attention willfully going around on this uh circle <laughs> yeah yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely welcome. Embrace it. Don't make the same mistakes too many times. You'll be you'll be at peace. Yeah. It brings a certain sense of peace and calm mm-hmm. that that you can only get when you understand that transition is inevitable. And yeah. it is, like Gabby said, going to be something that, you know, helps you in the long run and that you will eventually come from out of and be in your house comfy snuggled mm-hmm. under <laughs> your cozy sheets mm-hmm. um after you've moved your whole house mm-hmm. and left some of the shit that you didn't need to bring with you mm-hmm. at the dumpster mm-hmm. amen. <laughs> uh, amen. well it. I think we are done for now. Uh, Check us out on SoundCloud, um, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. We'll be transitioning the Instagram to where we can just promote this. And then I have to tell you something about uh, something else when we get off of this. But uh, (laughs) y'all have a good uh, day, evening, night, week, whenever you're listening to this. Mm. Uh, This has been the Community Version Podcast. Listen, listen.